Beaujolais Barbecue and Boutiques. This is the Odds Pods Presents, the third of them. Hey, I'm Dave Hendrick, and I know just what to pair with rabbit. And I'm Ben Hennessy, and I'm a survivor, not a prepper. Together with a house of the Odds Pod, an amalgam of apocalypses available wherever podcasts are available. And we're also the creative team behind the Odds, which is kind of like the X-Men. If the X-Men were all awful, ate each other, and really leaned into murder, scheduled to hit comic book stores next year. So we're all about endings, the unhappier and extinction-threatening the better. So why wouldn't we create this unofficial companion podcast for the HBO and Sky Atlantic hit show, The Last of Us? Well, money, Mm. time, expertise, Uh, and the fact that we should probably be working on our book right now. Yeah. Our kids. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay, well, apart from all of that, let's talk episode three, or as we like to call it, not in the strawberries. <laughs> so, Best episode title ever. Um, so, this well, was what nuts. a great episode. Yeah. Just, just in general, yeah. wow, right? Yeah, wow. Wow is right. I mean, you know, if you look at like last week, we were talking about that, that theme of the rational versus the emotional. And you know, this week, this week was love. I mean, the theme was just love and what it does to you and the pros and the cons and really ultimately they're all pros. But like, you know, through the course of this episode, we saw ice cold hearts, thaw, freeze again, you know, thaw yet again. It's just like the whole thing was just, you know, love was everywhere and real kind of real Real love, you know. Real love, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, when you're ten years into a relationship and a peck on the cheek for going to bed is as romantic as as the first few days. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was it was brilliant, and I totally I t- I'm glad you said it because I was going to say it as well. It was um the first two episodes where they're telling us that it's not okay to give into your emotions. That's how you die. Yeah. This episode was like sometimes you have to give in to those emotions and well, there has to be a certain amount of that alive or, or left in you. That's what makes, and, and these two guys, makes, yeah, I'm going to say it right now. Go. They beat the apocalypse. They sure they won. They won. Right. They're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, get that point of giving in to your, your emotions. I mean, that's, that's what makes life worth living. So what's the point hanging around yeah. if you don't feel things, you know? And then, yeah, they absolutely beat the apocalypse. They lived on their own terms. Right yeah. to the end, just hundred percent their way, you know. So will we? Uh, will we start at the let's, start. Yeah, let's get right into it. This is the first episode without a cold open. First episode without a cold open. We have um, we have Joel and Ellie mm-hmm. in the in the backwoods of Massachusetts. I suppose it's really British so Columbia, miles out of Boston or something. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 up in the Appalachians or something or supposed to be. Um, but I'm sure they're just on a side road off Bamford, you know, <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, it was like beautiful, beautiful cinematography again, you know, of just the outdoors. And that's, that's actually something I wanted to bring up. Right. So mm-hmm. I, you know, the classic American story since, you know, since they got their own accent over there from the colonies, um, has been man against nature, you know, man taming nature, man in the wild, you know. And now in this, the wild has come back to tame man. And Mm -hmm. you've got this lovely opening sequence where Joel is alone by a stream. Yeah. And alone with his thoughts and his grief from losing Tess. 
in the previous episode. By the way, spoiler alert, obviously, and warning. And, you know, don't listen to this unless you, you're right up to date on The Last of Us. So, you know, you've got oh, yeah, to have seen one, two, and three to, to, to listen to this. Um, and it struck me in that instant that, you know, this, this is kind of leaning into those American fables of the past from like the, the wagon trains to Davy Crockett, to you know, <laughs> call of the wild, all that stuff, you know? Um, and, uh, and here we are again, you know, uh, 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 an American story where somebody is traversing the country, mm-hmm. you know, battling wild- the wilderness and, you know, brand new threats, um, brought on by nature from what yeah, we yeah, can yeah. tell. Um, and it's just, you know, it just fits into that canon of survival, you know, yeah. which teases up lovely for what we get into where we're going. later on. Yeah, for where yeah, we're going. Like straight away, I mean, like looking back at these and having to do, and like doing this podcast at you, I, I'm, I'm looking at these scripts in a whole new light. Like even the kind of throwaway dialogue they have at one another is calculated. It sets up something else down the road. And here we're seeing at the very start, Joel is making a little tomb for, for Tess out of a couple of rocks, you know, a small little kind of a Memorial. headstone almost for him or a, or a cairn. And, um, he's, a we're starting to see a little bit of love almost at the very start. You know, and um, I don't know if it was on purpose or it just happened because he needed to use his hands. But as he's building that tomb, we see the watch again and we're kind of seeing the broken up watch from Sarah. And we're seeing the tomb that uh, is, is for Tess. And he's he's this is the first time we've seen Joel kind of outwardly show his emotions since the death of his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for just for a flash, just for a yeah. second. Just for a flat, no one else yeah. sees it. Yeah. And as he said in the first episode of the whole, his mantra to this episode is himself and Ellie will not tell each other their histories. Yeah. You know? the, yeah. Uh, it's this, like this when, for him. you know, I'm reminded of, uh, of an episode of Frasier where Eddie has a load of puppies. Oh yeah. And he, uh, he finds himself with 10 puppies and he has to, he has to get rid of them. And he's encouraging his family around him to not name them because once you name them, yeah, you have to you have to care for them. If something has a name, you've got to care for it. And much in the same way, you know, Joel is like, I don't want to know anything about you, Ellie. Yeah, because yeah. once I <laughs> once I start finding out who you are, where you're from, that kind of stuff, then I'm involved, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be involved. You know. So there you go. Who knew Fraser and Joel had something yeah, come in common? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. I mean, yeah. there's a certain wall he's keeping up there to protect himself from feeling anything yeah. for her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But obviously in uh, The Last of Us continuity, Fraser was probably one of the first to go, let's face it. Maybe it was the first thing they all watched. Who knows? <laughs> you know, before we start writing these scripts, we got to watch Fraser all the seasons. Let's go. Yeah, 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 man. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so that, that, you know, as I said earlier, the kind of the icy, the icy hearts mm-hmm. were broken just for a second, you know, there. And then, mm-hmm. then that wall came right back up and we got into it. Yeah. A, a little, a little. Hmm. Like, as you see, when he gets back to Ellie having, having made his tombstone, he's given her his coat, you know, because um, she's never been out in the wild before. Yeah. He says. This is a whole new, a whole new thing for that her. That was brilliant. These, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're seeing a little bit of dad mode, or he's looking after her, and there's a little bit of a, uh, there's another little bit of back talk between each other. Um, but there's a little bit of posturing here, you know, like uh, she 
she knows Joel is hurting, but he's not saying anything. Yeah. And um, she she kind of stands out to him and says, look, you guys knew what you signed up for and you guys wanted that car battery, right? This was not my fault. Um, that was uh, incredibly and, wise. Yeah. I'm yeah. a 14 year old, yeah. you know, standing out to a guy she's seen beat another man to death whose hand is still shaken from it. Yeah. Um, who she's found out is, is capable of quite a lot having asked that, what are they capable what of in the first episode? Of? Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. I mean, that took some guts, you know? Yeah, um, man. Yeah. And real insight, you know, cause she, insight. you know, she, she basically reads his mind there because yeah. there's a look and she's like, okay, I've been thinking. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she unloads on him that, you know, don't be mad at me. It's not my mm-hmm. fault. I didn't get your, your friend killed. You know, you were going along anyway. I just, yeah. you know, I was just along for the ride. So yeah, she, she, instead of either ignoring it or pleading forgiveness, she, she mm-hmm. takes a stand, you know? Yeah. Addressed it head on. Yeah. And there's a moment, there's a shot then just after she said this, Joel typically says nothing, but he just looks at her and kind of gives her a look. There's no argument. You know, there's there's respect. Really say yeah. There's she's respect. Like, yeah. She's right. There's you know? a little yeah. bit of mutual really respect. Well and, and the he, reactions in this episode where there's just shots of people just looking at something or looking yeah. back or looking away yeah. are right on point. They hit every emotional beat, every like, inner thought. Really good. Joel pulled the same look in episode two when Tess was talking to him was was at the end you know and mm-hmm. he you know he 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 pulled a look and and it was like it was the same it was oh yeah okay i see what you're talking about you know it it was that you could see him processing the information yeah. and knowing that he whatever way he was beat you know there yeah, was yeah, no right. there was no yeah. angle so He's a, he's a man, I'd say, who's learned over the years and probably with a few beatings himself, you know, yeah. to to shut up, you know, when 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 it's right to shut up, you know, not not to come back at somebody. And mm-hmm. and you can see the calculation going on in his head there, you know, and he's like, OK, yeah, she's got me, you know. And, and you kind of got me there. I was I was going somewhere exactly that we mentioned at the very end of the last episode, the brains of the operation is gone. Mm. You know, Tess is gone. Yeah. Like, who's going to fill that gap? And we immediately see Ellie fill the gap. Yeah. yeah. He says up to him and then she sets the pace of, so where are we going? Yeah. And he says like a five, uh, five hour hike. Five hour says. hike. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, all right. Yeah. No handle problem. That. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, straight away you see her become Tess. You know, she's, she's going to become Joel's kind of keeper almost at this point. And, but what does that uh, tell you about Joel? It's like, you know, it tells you that he's, he's a man who needs, he can only go so far. He needs direction, yeah. you know, he yeah. needs to be yeah, managed. Yeah. He needs authority, you know, and Ellie has taken that role now, you know? Um, and on that walk, mm-hmm. Joel discovers well, yeah, yeah. that Ellie doesn't really know anything about the background of cordyceps the hows and the mm-hmm. whys and you know and he he, he questions she she asks the question first where did it all come from and he's kind of astonished because yeah, she she's told some him, of the most basic things almost yeah, yeah right. she, yeah, she yeah. has told him that she's she's been to school and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know he, he asked that and you know she comes back with yeah i was at a fedra school you know so there's obviously some kind of propagandist um yeah. indoctrination going on there um which 
both herself and Joe know not to trust, <laughs> you know, it's not, not the real deal. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into this monologue about where cordyceps came from, you know, yeah. why, why it mutated and how it was distributed. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it goes into that idea that, you know, mass agriculture, factory farming, you know, genetically engineered crops, they've all led to this, you know, yeah. because they, they provided the best possible distribution source substrate for yeah, this substrate form for, of cordyceps wasn't it yeah, cordyceps, yeah yeah so like, flour um, is mentioned I, quite a lot scary yeah. stuff because you realize he drops down a couple of dates in this monologue as well um february 26th i think he says he starts friday february 26th or something thursday and, um, starts on a thursday starts on a thursday and by the monday it's over by the monday it's over yeah um and we kind of get he names what what the cordyceps traveled in mm. and he goes flour and a few other things. And then he mentioned that the very end pancake mix. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, holy shit. She was going to make a pancake mix the following day. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. He was supposed to pick up a cake on the yeah. way home and he forgot. Yeah. And you realize just how lucky they were. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then you realize, oh my God, they were feeding the granny, all the biscuits and the, um, I'm just realizing it right now that, um, Sarah didn't eat the raisin cookies. Yeah. Because it wasn't chocolate chip. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you realize yeah, just how close they yeah. came to it. It's, yeah, I've, wow. I mean, that's that's what I mean about how calculated these scripts are. Everything comes up for a reason, even though you think it's just a thing they're saying to get the scene moving. Oh, I'd go on the record now and say they took longer writing this than shooting it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because the coordination involved, the artistry of that, just mm-hmm. you know, and that that in itself, you know. That's a mathematical exercise, but you've got to you've you've got to sell the feeling as well. So yeah. so like wow, man, you know, just you know, hats off, you know, experts, yeah, yeah. absolute, just just geniuses putting those those scripts together. You know, oh, it's so good. There's yeah. a couple of words in in the odd sentence that makes it feel more kind of spur the moment and alive. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if you were writing this out on uh, to be read as a piece of prose, you'd cut out a few of these things. But I think those little words mm-hmm. in there created to be uh, that, that the feeling that you want to deliver to the like audience. Like what? What, what, what jumped out? I, I'll get to it. I yeah. haven't written down. Yeah. I want to come to it when we're, yeah, yeah. When we're further into this. Cool. But there's um, there was one specific line by Joel later on that, um, and it was a word he used at the end of a sentence. And I was like, yeah. oh, Oh, that's that's how you do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll bring it up when we get there. Yeah, I think I know um, it's one, but yeah, yeah. But but like um, as we're as they're walking, what else? Like, there's another moment like where we're we're setting up something else, a bit more um, foreshadowing. Where Joel is looking left and right, and he's always looking behind, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What are you looking for? Are you are you looking for infected?" And he goes, "Nope, people." Yeah, and you realize there's another thread out here, these raiders, yeah. and. Um, Joel is far more aware of these guys than he is the clickers or anything else that can come at them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that introduces a whole new idea into into mm-hmm. the drama, you know, because, you know, you you thought they were fighting a war on one front, you know. Now they've, yeah. got, now they've got at least two, you know. So, and who knows where the loyalties of these particular raiders lie. So, so yeah, yeah and, you know however many of them there are roaming around the countryside. Like we, we have no experience of them and it's, it's a real, uh, bogeyman setup, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Twitchy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who are these guys? You know, yeah. what's a raider? Um, 
So yeah, really well, really well done. And there's a few, there's a good of... few firsts in this one for Ellie. I think mm-hmm. you know Ellie is, you know, she's only fourteen and she's she's kind of getting through life, you know, and she's at that stage where everything is a first. Everything is yeah. a first, you know. There's a plane she sees. She's yeah. never flown. You realize she's never been in the sky for the first time, and yeah, you realize that maybe we're taking a lot of things for granted because she's so amazed by the fact that people were able to fly, you know. Yeah. Whereas Joel then sillies it like going, oh yeah, and then I got charged like twelve quid for a sandwich. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And they like put you the tiny seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. uh, we've all we've all felt like that. I mean, I guess having the, the opportunity to fly was is a big deal, and then. Um, she points that out. And then, uh, then unfortunately, Ar- you see. Yeah. Ar- after that, you know, there's a mm. that sequence. Then we're we're into another first, Freddie, and it, and it's and it's her realizing that you know maybe everybody who survives doesn't have everyone else's best interests at heart. You know. Yeah. Uh, when we come across a mass grave just down down the hill from the uh, the plane that, that's crashed. I don't remember this in the game. This just this seems like new territory to me again. And um, yeah, it felt like the new territory. The shop, yeah, but the the um, the mass grave, which totally vibes with the whole thing. Anyway, oh know? yeah, it fits in, but uh, it feels um, it feels new. Yeah, yeah. So we we discovered- it's a tough transition to to the camera trucks in on the skeleton of of a little baby in a in a little kind half, of um, yeah half yeah, yeah. submerged in the mud and. The ground and so you know it happened yeah. a long long time ago those bones are well weathered at this stage and and uh yeah it's um it's rough and you can see it on her face mm-hmm. and then you know she's told the story of how people would have been evacuated told they yeah. were heading to a quarantine zone and if the quarantine zone was full the army would kill them and put them yeah. in a mass grave because it was easier to put people down so that they couldn't become infected, infected. Yeah, than it was to try and house them somewhere yeah or let them go to eventually be infected you know and here's some of the calculated stuff i was talking about this this transition this flashback goes back to uh september 30th so now we already know the dates that um yeah. joel has given us that this is within that four day period where everything just started to when the world was gone you know come monday um Really, again, more, more economical, sensible script writing, you know. Yeah. So this is what this is the this is the Monday, is it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah, is this is the, the end Monday of the world. Of the this is the day yeah. the world ends. Yeah. And uh, a mandatory evacuation of whatever town it was. And that we... Lincoln, yeah, and that transition, mm-hmm. because there's a little scrap of clothing, yeah, in on the, the in the grave, yeah. and then we transition on that scrap of clothing to the mother yeah, holding the baby. And it's like 2003, you know, it's 20 years ago yeah. and we're in Lincoln when it's getting evacuated by the, um, by the army It's very hectic and terrifying. And you kind of feel that these people think they're going to be okay. Yeah. And we've evidence now we've seen in the future that they absolutely aren't. And it's just, it's just another kind of heartbreaking element of, of this story, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, it really is. But there's one guy in this town who uh, <laughs> is playing by his own rules. He's the best. He <laughs> is the best. What an introduction! Yeah, um, oh, man. You, 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 you immediately come out of of this really sad scene of these people being brought out to their their, their ultimate destruction, mm. and um, we're over the shoulder of a guy who's in his like 
panic room almost yeah, you know he's got all case. these cameras he's watching all this happening from his safe room and he has this absolutely brilliant line um i wrote it down here it was man, um, yeah. uh not today, you new world order jackboot fucks. Yeah. And I thought, wow. That's- and this is the <laughs> thing, right? This is the thing. So so he's obviously a prepper slash survivalist, mm-hmm. as he describes himself later on. But in, in that ideology, that kind of, you know, post-democratic, libertarian, don't tread on me yeah. shit that goes on over there. It doesn't really go on anywhere else, I think, but goes on over there. Like, they they all believe that the government is eventually out to get them. You know, yeah. the government's going to come, take your people, take your wife, take your children, take yourself, take your, you know, take whatever, take your money, take it, you know. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're diametrically opposed to government getting involved in anything in life and taxation or, you know, whatever it is, right? They, they just, they hate it all. And they think everyone should be responsible for themselves. And they all prepare this prepper for when, this new world order, as they put it, when the UN, I think the UN are the, are the perpetrators of it, you know, when they take over, you know, and then, then a pandemic happens and it's, it's a dangerous, dangerous pandemic. Cordyceps Mm -hmm. happens and people are being evacuated from the town and his paranoid delusion about a new world order taking over is coming true. Yeah, like he's ready. <laughs> They're doing everything he would have told people if he if he had conversations with people, which I highly, highly doubt he did. But they're doing everything that he believed they would. You know, yeah, and and you you immediately see how much he's thought about this when he hears the footsteps of of the jackboot fuck upstairs, um, yeah. and you hear the jackboot guy, the, the soldier say. Um, in his basement, there's no one here. So now we already know. Yeah, he's below his own basement. He's, yeah. he has an extra hidden room somewhere. Yeah, he's been digging for uh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think as the camera pans out, then when you see the soldiers drive away, he wastes no time stopping up whatever one. else he needs. I love that. Okay, I mean, so so let's let's wind it back for one second, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. Bill, played yes. by the amazing mm-hmm. Nick Offerman, who, to be honest with you, you couldn't have gotten a better person to play. Like, like no, he's just no, not at all. Yeah, perfect cast, right? And there's also a bit of a sly wink to Ron mm-hmm. Swanson because, <laughs> other than other than Bill allowing his hair grow, this is the final evolved version of Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Really, you know, I mean, this oh, is 100. This is where all this was heading. You know, and he wanted. I remember in Parks and Rec, there was one scene where he wanted to be standing over a monitor deciding on whether or not he nukes some country or some other country and it's like that's that's kind of what this guy is doing he's yeah. looking over uh, or we're looking over his shoulders he's watching all yeah. these computer monitors yeah. he's set up around the town yeah <laughs> I mean, the, I mean the, so. the irony of Ron Swanson was he was you know he was involved in local government but he hated government you know <laughs> um <laughs> And and we have we have this this guy play played by the same guy and it's like it's not too far a stretch. I mean, as we said earlier, Fraser would totally get it. Like day one of the pandemic, you know, he's dead. He's he is oh, being yeah. pulled apart by, you know, cordyceps like clickers, you know, or or yeah, being eaten by by people who who think he's he he looks good for it, right? <laughs> but Swanson. He'd, he'd survive, no problem. Oh, yeah. You know, he'd find, you know, 12 ways of, of, of killing a, a cordyceps 
you know, killing a clicker before Yeah, with a two by four or breakfast. he, he yeah. cut from a tree himself. Yeah, completely. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, so so it all it all makes sense, you know, um, to have Nick Offerman play this guy. But yeah, then he steps outside and yeah, the man. little grin when he realizes everyone's gone. Yeah, he, he's delighted. Oh, yeah. man, I have to say, I, I, I would kind of be the same way to a certain extent, you know? I'd like to think I would, but I, I know that as soon as they're all gone, I go, oh, now oh, I have no power now. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Whereas he is... Well, he knows am- what to do. He's ammunition for, for I was going to say ammunition for days. He's ammunition for fucking years. Years, years. Uh, and books about it. And yeah. he's got guns for whatever he needs. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a whole wall of first, them, as Ellie says later. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's that goes back to your point there a second ago. Like, like right now, someone like that would be jeered and mocked. But right there and then, Ellie calls him a genius. Yeah. You know, because he was ready for this. Yeah. He, like exactly everything they need right there is is there for the taking. Yeah, like and, a, a stop clock is right, is right get a gun. twice a day. You know, it's it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Like this guy mm. is cracked. Like, he, you know, as far as modern society is concerned, this guy, you know, oh man, he's a pariah. He's a, he's on the outskirts. You yeah. know, I'd say when he went to the local store and nobody talked to him, he probably open carried. He, you know, like there's all sorts. You know, if you saw him down by the fishing hole, you'd move a few feet away. Yeah. Like you weren't you weren't making eye contact with this guy in the street. That's for sure as you were heading towards the boutique. Um, But, but now he's a legend. Yeah. He has everything. He goes down. The first thing he does is get tarp and tanks to get diesel and petrol. Um, Yeah. He fills, fills everything up, knows where to go, goes to the power plant, does something with gas. I'm not really sure. To wind up his house alone. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I, if I change a bulb, I'm doing well. You know? well, <laughs> the same. It's yeah. like, how do you know how to do that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't ask me to but garden, I, you know? I loved how his weapon of choice for this first, is this first few scenes where is just um, uh, uh, bolt cutters. You yeah. know, he just does everything with these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no everything problem. is open now, you know? Yeah. Like to, to him, he's been locked inside under the ground for years and now he's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't have any anyone to worry about. Government's gone. This is the mm-hmm. day he's been waiting for. You know, this, and, and he is so ready for this day. Yeah. I mean, he has everything figured out. Yeah. Um, and even though he has it all figured out, when the power gets cut, it happens earlier than he thought it would. He's in the middle of a shop and it yeah. goes out at the time. And I kind of thought like, God, you're almost missing a beat, not having like one of those torches on his head that he can just turn on straight yeah. away just so he can keep going. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think they use that as a transition to the next scene where he's making traps. Yeah, and uh, and I, I kind of thought that I kind of thought this was going to be the bill we were going to see the whole way through because this looks like the bill from the game. Hardy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that they cast Nick Offerman, I thought like, oh, well, they're going to play into those kind of silly lines and things that he had playing but, on uh, our Swansons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was totally ready for this, yeah. and I thought I, I thought I knew what I was going to get, but wow, do we get something different? Yeah, um, and, there. I mean, yeah, something that's only alluded to really in the game, but but um, yeah, mm-hmm. but absolutely brilliant and just yeah. So let's get into it, man. Like, yeah, 
Well, he's sitting there and he has these these cameras, other cameras up around his now home. He's taken over like what looks like the entire estate they lived in. And uh, yeah, it looks all like the whole town. Really. Yeah. 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 He owns this place. This is his this is his town, um, which is what he says in the game as well. When Joel and Ellie are leaving, he says, get out of my town, you know. So this is all playing into some very familiar territory if you've played the game before. Yeah. The only thing that's a bit different is that. I thought this was brilliant because it kind of looked like he does this every day where when he sits down to have dinner and man, can he cook? Yeah. And does he know what wine to pair with what food, all that kind of stuff. But he's sitting there watching um, the cameras as like his traps are taking out like zombies. That was are, brilliant. Are, are that much. was absolutely like, brilliant. I, I, <laughs> like, so there's a, so there's a clicker like walking through old. the woods. <laughs> And uh, it's just, he's watching it on TV and, and on the closed circuit system. And he's coming closer and closer. And he, like, you know, Bill's just sitting there and he's like, yeah, come a little further, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> and yeah. and, he, and the thing hits it, hits a tripwire and gets shot in the head and falls down dead. And he's like, ah, oh, never gets old. <laughs> yeah. You just get the impression this is what he does, like, before it's he goes enter- to bed. This is the television he watches. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that Again, was really good. <laughs> completely 100% self sufficient, right down yeah. to his entertainment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but so comfortable with it everything mm. you know and then uh, then i think at that point do we fast forward four years there's yeah i think i think we we take a bit of a jump there yeah mm. and uh and then there's uh a trap sprung yeah one of his monitors goes off by yeah. noise he sees which one it is and he, and he heads out to investigate yeah yeah and then and as he gets out to the hole we hear a voice say uh, not infected yeah and, and then he asks, like, are you armed? And there's a gap of silence. That was hilarious. Yeah. And then he says, like, no. And he goes, why do you take so long to answer? And he goes, because I thought about lying, but a lie wasn't coming to me. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought I'd tell you the truth. Yeah. And then um, we we get introduced to this guy. We haven't got his name yet. Uh, but he thinks it's over. I've been left in the hole. And then this ladder comes over and, and Bill is holding the ladder. Yep. And, and. We get another impression at this point, just just how good of of a prepper or survivalist that Bill is, because yeah. he stops Frank climbing up the ladder. This guy's name is Frank, and um, he's coming from a Baltimore QZ, looking for Boston QZ. Is that right? I'm mixing them up. Yeah, yeah. Now that's right. He says yeah. Baltimore is absolutely destroyed. Like, um, yeah. So he's you know, and they, he had left with a party of ten, and I think he was he was the last one standing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Played rough. by the amazing Murray Bartlett, who yeah. I, la- I last saw on season one of White, White, White Lotus. Lotus. Yeah, I think yeah. he was taking a dump into somebody's luggage um, last <laughs> time I saw him. Uh, and he was amazing in that. But uh, but let's not forget, he is a Home and Away alumni as well. So Is know, he a Home and Away alumni? He's a Home and Away alumni, yeah. Get out of here, I didn't know that. He was down Summer Bay. Um, but yeah, he, um, yeah, he, I think he only, I think he was only one episode. But, uh, okay, all right. Yeah, so maybe go. he was in Yabby Creek for the rest of his. his yeah, team, he was up in the creek. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Very good. Whatever they do in that magical <laughs> metropolis, a hundred yards up the road from. Yeah, from Jesus, the beach. that was always that was always the place to go to, wasn't it? They, they went for their Saturdays in Yabby Creek. When you got fired, um, you you from from that cast, you were you were sent to Yabby Creek. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> well, fairness, Frank looks like he's walked all the way from Yabby Creek. Well, yeah, there's a bit destroyed. Of that yeah. yeah, he's just covered in muck. He's uh, beard, 
hair, everything is just you can gorgeous. smell Frank off yeah. the screen, can't you? There's a there's a yeah, bang uh, of Frank there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's talk. there's a bit of I remember um I remember uh Henry Cavill talking about making Geralt and uh, one of the things he used to do when he was trying to get the character was he just get on the muck and the ground and he just roll around in it because he felt like this character needed to have more of the world on him. Oh, okay. I kind of felt like that this is this is what this is what Frank is doing. He's yeah. just destroyed in whatever he's come out of. It's, yeah, his ten person party now one is is yeah. It, this is what it looks like to be that guy. Yeah, and um, and he gets he gets he gets stopped on the ladder. And he has this moment where he looks at Bill and he goes, where did you get that? Mm. Because Bill has just taken out one of the devices to test if he's infected. Yeah. So somewhere along the way, Bill hasn't lost a trick. He's still picking up things he needs to yeah. survive in this new world. Yeah. Know? Well, you get the impression Bill's killed somebody for that. You know, like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, if again, the game, I'm pretty sure I meant to go back and, and rewatch this bit today. I, I didn't get a chance because, you know, work. Yeah. But, um, there's a line he says about there's a military uh, caravan that comes through and you wouldn't believe what they leave behind or what yeah, they miss or something. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got the impression that maybe he's he's sneaked it off them yeah. or killed someone yeah. like that, whatever. Yeah. 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 And uh, thankfully, Frank goes green. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he gets him out of the hole. Yeah. And then and then when he when he gets him out of the hole and Frank takes a step towards Bill. Mm-hmm. And Bill's like Boston's that way, putting in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That standoff <laughs> is brilliant, you know. I'm letting you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Um, and, and I kind of wanted him to go because the the Frank and Bill relationship in the game is a very different one than what we get in this. Yeah. And I kind of thought we that's what we were going to get because yeah. we have these two very comedic actors who could be the absolute worst of people to one another and um that's what I, that's what i thought was gonna happen that's not what we got at all no um, not in the slightest yeah, yeah no, not at all I, a complete deviation from the game yeah. but wow i mean was it so good and again um, i have not read one negative word about it no i've been trying to stay away from stuff yeah. until we do because i don't want to be taking anything else's yeah, yeah. impressions yeah. in because this is yeah. it'd be too easy to do um yeah. But, but just um, I've just seen praise just on on the two actors just just heaped on the actors you know um, good good because they deserve it yeah, they're, they're fantastic yeah yeah man they're legends so anyway look um, yeah Frank uh, Frank's starving he as he says himself like he's a big lad and as he says himself he hasn't eaten in two days and then when he says it he's like oh that doesn't sound as long but it is long yeah. you know and uh, um, Bill's not too happy about frank's designs on on the uh the kitchen um yeah yeah you know and as he explains himself he's like look if i feed you you're gonna go back and tell any the next Tom guy Dickery, and you know yeah. all of a sudden raiders are gonna show up and i'm in trouble you know and he's like he's like no mate i just you know i won't tell a soul you know and again we have we have a little moment we have a, a little bit of a of a of a of a thaw this yeah. time on on bill's heart so he, he relents and we find ourselves back in Bill's place. And Bill's making dinner and Frank's having a shower and Bill's giving him hot water. And yeah. yeah. It's all, it's yeah. all going swimmingly for, for Frank. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's almost a power shift I yeah. felt at this stage because like Frank's kind of making himself at home. Mm. Um, oh, thanks for the clothes. 
can I have another five minutes? Cause this is so good. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he's wandering around the sitting room before, uh, before Frank can come in or Bill can come in with the food. And, and um, Bill doesn't know what to do with himself. Like has no idea. Yeah. There's um that scene in the bedroom where, where, where Frank's in the shower mm-hmm. uh, in, in like an adjoining bathroom. And Bill's kind of standing there, kind of going, yeah. what do I do now? And you get the impression that it's been a very, very long time since Bill had anyone in the house. Yeah. And the house is looks so old. Like everything <laughs> in it is really old. And, you know, it's obviously his parents' home. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I don't think Bill went out and did anything other than dig holes and yeah. buy guns, <laughs> you know. So, so you know, there wasn't much else going on in his life as he awaited the... Uh, the apocalypse, which came. Um, so yeah, so he's really uneasy. He's yeah, really he's so quite awkward. nervous. Yeah, awkward. Yeah, and you, you do pick up on what you said there. You, you don't know when was the last time you actually talked to a person. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't really seem to know what to do or where to look. Yeah. Um, and even like, and I thought like, uh, you know, so everything comes back to Batman, but us somewhere or other, somewhere along the line, when they sit down to the dinner, it feels mm. like a bit of a past assault moment, you know? Mm. Yeah. They're sitting at opposite ends. A 24 um, foot table. Very wary of each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very wary of each other. Um, doesn't really quite know what to make of this guy. And, uh, but that's, like, that's a good point. Right. And, and Bill is austere and scared mm-hmm. and awkward. And Frank is stuff in his face. He's living life. He is, yeah. you know, he's the kind of person who's not afraid to live life, not afraid to take chances mm. and certainly not afraid to take food from strangers. You know, he's, um, <laughs> yeah. he's grabbing he sure what isn't. he can with both hands, you know, and he's, and he's getting stuck in. And mm-hmm. then, then later. There's a little smile from Nick Offerman here as well. There That's is. Like, yeah. He's yeah. happy to see someone appreciate this. You know, he yes. liked this. And this is one of those reactions I was talking about at the start, like, that was perfect. That gives us a lot of insight as to what's going on in that guy's pers- his head right there. And then, you know, yeah. he's happy. Maybe yeah. he did miss people, you know? Yeah. Or just the appreciation of a job well done, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you can cook the greatest meal in the world for yourself, but when you cook the greatest meal in the world for someone else and they tell you yeah. it's great, that's, that's, you know, nearly maybe even better than eating it yourself, you know? Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's nothing better than sharing a meal, you know, as long as you're not sharing it off your plate, oh, that's yeah, where I draw no, my line. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's a line in the table. You don't cross that, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, things progress and develop. And, yeah, they have uh, a sing-song on the piano. We find ourselves singing some Linda Ronstadt later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's horrible at it. It's, uh, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, uh, he murders <laughs> it. He absolutely murders it. So um, Bill calls that to an end immediately. <laughs> and then he takes over and sings for Frank. And again, this is another moment. This, you know, we've thought again, you know. Yeah. Bill shows his vulnerability mm-hmm. by singing and playing the piano and you know he doesn't have the tools the emotional tools to express himself in a way that would be satisfactory to him so he does what you know many many drunken irish men have done over the years (laughs) and you know takes someone else's words in a song and and puts it out that way you know and gets that emotion out of him and then i think at that point frank thinks he's figure something out there's yeah, something yeah, here man yeah, um, yeah. There's, dude, I, I can I can there's something in the air you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, he asked, "Who's who's the girl?" Right? Yeah. Who, who is he singing about? Who, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, and um, he says there was there was there was no girl. Was uh, no at that girl. point, you realize that this has been a a whole negotiation uh, mm. created by Frank. It's you know, just to figure this guy out. Yeah, yeah, and it has completely worked. And you you see these years of being a survivalist um, has helped him in loads of aspects, but the social aspect not so much. He hasn't seen through this at all, or maybe he didn't want to see through this. But Frank has the makings of this guy pretty quickly. Mm. You know, um. Well, to be really? to be to be pop psychologist about it, somebody who spends their lives waiting for the worst possible thing to happen, uh, digging holes in the ground and you know staying in them, um, probably is trying to get away from society and the company of others mm-hmm. for whatever reason because it's too stressful to be around people. So this moment with between between Frank and Bill is is. You know, it's the first time in a long, long time that Bill has let his guard down. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's on, he's in really uncharted waters now. Like he's, he does not know how to play this, what to do, but he does know that he wants it. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They have a kiss, which kind of contradicts what we were taught in the previous episode Mm. immediately. Um, and at this stage, we definitely see the power shift to Frank and Frank now tells Bill to go grab a shower. Yeah. And, um, he just goes, grab a shower. It's kind of like, uh, and he goes to that chair like a child. He, he, he kind of goes to say, yeah, it's weird to say that in that that regard, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like he, 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 he has no power in this, in this scenario because, you know, there's something beyond that shower. There's so you know that 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 he really wants. He doesn't know what it is, but you yeah, know, as we find yeah, out yeah. later. But you know, but my God, he's gonna he's gonna try and get it. You know, um, so <laughs> sure does, yeah. he has no idea the route to it or whatever. But it starts with that shower, and he's like, okay, I'll go, I'll go have that shower. Yeah. Okay, go. but he, you know? he's totally just taking orders from that point. And- yeah. He gets asked questions. Have yeah. you ever been with another man before? And he goes, no, um, a woman only. And yeah. uh, I mean, this is, yeah, it's, it's a whole and new that world. And that scene in bed, like the two of them are in bed and um, Bill is, Bill is lying back and he's mm-hmm. just like, he's, you're looking at it like this man is so tense. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like even his lip is tense. <laughs> you know, his bottom lip is like, mm. yeah. Like he's just, he's just so freaked out, you know. And like, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know, cast your mind back, Ben, to your first time, you know. I know, I know, I was freaked out, you know. And like, it, you know, but I was a, you know, not a kid, but I was, you know, I was, I was young enough, and it was at the right time, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff, you know, when it should have happened. But like, you were still freaked out. This guy oh, is yeah. in his fifties, and you know should have a certain amount of experience in life, and should be confident enough. But he's not. He's fucking terrified mm-hmm. because he's dedicated his entire life to being alone, which is crazy, right? Because this is more scary to this guy than yeah. watching the zombies set off his traps. And yeah, he's giggling <laughs> watching the zombies yeah. setting off the traps as he's eating his freshly <laughs> caught rabbit. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, but he can't, he can't be intimate with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he, he, he doesn't know where to start, what to do, where to mm-hmm. look, 
you know? And like, he's so awkward. And then like Frank is just like, look, I'm going to guide you through all this. It's going to be fine. You know, Um, I'm going to stay around for a few more days. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not not a whore. I'm I'm not a hit and run person. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, fair play. So I'm not a whore. I'm going to stay at least four days, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That was brilliant. Absolutely. And the line was delivered so well. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, then we, then we get it on. Forward three years. Yeah. And, and we do it, we do a skip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, we've, we've skipped, we've skipped ahead like three years and they, they've gone from these, um, passionate early days to the kind of, uh, then we're having arguments now, you know? Yeah. Like, they can't all be your street. This is my street too stuff. Yeah. I live and, here uh, now. Yeah. We, we hear a great line here that's kind of echoed later on and it's, um, uh, paying attention to things, that's how we show we love them. You know, let me love this my way. Yeah. And um, uh, Frank says this about, about uh, dolling up the street, putting some flowers, painting the house, putting some diesel in the lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, all things that uh, that Bill has considered uh, r- poor resource management. Yeah. And um, he kind of thaws, thinks it true and goes, okay yeah and we see a kind of a like all the way through this has been a lot of negotiations you know we see ellie beach all the start we see we see frank and bill have that negotiation of early couples and and now we get to this point where we find um bill making a lot of leeway for frank's now making his um impact on on his life yeah. where he's trying to uh, include people and, and invite friends and he wants to have dinner with people and he's going to open the boutique for himself and, yeah. and all that. And like, people? Yeah. What yeah. people? <laughs> yeah. And it turns out Frank's been talking to people behind yeah. Bill's back. He's, yeah. he's, he's invited them over. Yeah. And a nice lady on the radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You know, uh, his reaction was just a what? Yeah. You know, as he's already gone into You've the house. And then we cut to uh, dinner in the garden. You dinner know? in the garden. Yeah. With Tess. And we, and we, yeah, it's been Tess who was the lady on the on the phone, not yeah. on the radio. And um, Tess and Joel join Frank and Bill for a bit of grub. Yeah. And Bill has a cocked gun on the table in his hand. <laughs> Which is the best. <laughs> as he's eating. And he's absolutely yeah. fine about it. <laughs> what did, did he say? I, I, I kind of missed it. Did he say, can you not or something? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Frank is like, can you not? And he's like, oh, and he puts the safety on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they go about like talking about helping each other and working towards something one another. Yeah. And, and there's definitely a bit of feeling each other out. But Tess and Frank are very much the, um, the, uh, the, the, the negotiators here. The, but they the hit it off people. as well. They hit mm-hmm. it off, you know, and you can see how they're natural friends and they're, they're, they're drawn to each other um, in a, in a, in a platonic. Hope, kind of a hope. They yeah. both see some kind of hope for them. You yeah. Know? Which yeah. ties into, I suppose, Tess. Yeah. Believing in hope, you know, and, and wanting to, wanting to, to, to get the world past this. I mean, if it wasn't for her hope, we wouldn't be down this road at all, you know. That that's it, you know. You see how important it is. Mm. Um, and like oh, there was that great line then, like I think when, um, oh, well, I'm trying to get this right now. So I think Joel calls Frank a paranoid schizophrenic or something because yeah. he's holding the gun at the table, and yeah. 
like Frank just says, uh, I'm not schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> he's still, still okay to be paranoid. Yeah. Still is this. But- it's absolutely fine to be paranoid because he's been, he's been proven right. Mm-hmm. His paranoia yeah. was a hundred percent on point. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> yeah, they are going to come. They are going <laughs> to kill you. And uh, <laughs> that's right. He says it at this point, they were Nazis, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yay preppers. I don't know. Um, but but we see here another kind of not uh, the relationship that Tess and Frank have, but some kind of respect between uh, Bill and Joel. Up to a point. Up to a point. Exactly. Because to Joel, a point, not a friendship. It's a respect. Yeah. You know, they, an like, understanding, yeah, maybe. I completely understand. I'd be that way too. Get mm-hmm. that gun out of my face. That's, that's, that's what I meant earlier on about leaving in the dialogue a certain way. Yeah. He he didn't say. He didn't say I'm the same. He said I'm the same way, mm. and that little bit of kind of uh, that extra word again. I said this makes it feel a bit more natural, yeah. And we 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 feel that emotion, and yeah. we see Joel kind of say, "I understand what you're doing." Yeah, you know, there's empathy, uh, there's respect, there's, but they mm-hmm. don't like each other. No, they don't like each other. I think almost as soon as he said it, he threatens him. Yeah, he said like almost within the same breath, he tells him to get that gun out of his fucking face. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's it's, the it's line drawn in the sand delicious. that I don't think either yeah. of them ever ever cross again. You know, um, but yeah, so we move on a bit from there, mm-hmm. and you know, Joel and Tess head off, head back to uh, the QZ. Yeah, um, and Joel, king of the not saying goodbye again, where like just the just back chatting. of his head, he yeah. just fucking walks away from from Bill again as he's told him his fence needs some work. You know, littlest hobo just... music playing in the background. You know? <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, um, but yeah, just amazing, like just amazing. He's like, yeah, he's like, I can get you. What is it? Ten. Ten spools uh, ten, of in uh, aluminium yeah, uh, yeah. spools, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last. And the oh, he makes that point. Last your lifetime, and then he mm-hmm. goes, "Your lives," you know, as in lives. You guys, yeah, you guys have Just a to life appeal. together now. It's the two of you, you know, to appeal to. Because he understands they they understand each other. Yeah, Joel's only doing this for Tess, and he yeah. knows that Bill's doing this for Frank. Yeah, you know? or he wouldn't be standing sitting at dinner with a gun. No, not know? a chance. <laughs> no, yeah. not a chance. I mean, Joel and Tess would be dead by now. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the traps we got them. Yeah, um, and that was another thing that I liked about the game. Mm. Um, so in the game, there's this amazing sequence yeah. where they get through a lot of uh, of Bill's traps. Yeah. But Joel gets caught in one and you end up having to shoot a load of um, infected upside down while Ellie tries oh, to free you. God. And it's really hard to do. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. It's so intense. Yeah, you know? I remember that. Yeah. And in this, we see that, that Joel tells... Yeah. Sorry? That took again? me about six weeks. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so the one thing I think the show really got wrong was how many times I let Joel die. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how come he's still alive the whole yeah. way through? Yeah. He hasn't died really once didn't get that bit right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but like, he, he even mentions here that like, uh, you need to get yourself ready for raiders. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll come at night. Yeah. They'll be quiet. They won't set off your they'll traps. Be armed. Uh, yeah. And they'll be armed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bill says, we'll be fine. You know, and then Joel yeah. just walks away. doesn't say goodbye. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And, Good uh, luck now. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the back of my head. Yeah, it just goes, you know. Um, and then we see, do we have another time gap at this stage? I think so, yeah. I think uh, yeah. that goes into the jogging scene where we get yeah, to see yeah. uh, Bill and Frank out for a run. Mm-hmm. And Bill is fading fast. Oh, he's I struggling. Can, 
It's like I understand that struggle. Oh yeah, man. It was like it was like me the first week of January. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Every single part of him was on fire. That looked real. That looked like they made Nick Offerman run around the block a few times beforehand. <laughs> you know? That looked yeah, fucking real. It did. Yeah. And Murray, Murray home and away, Bartlett. Sure, I'm Grant. I you know, yeah, I was born no with three percent body fat. I'll be fine. I'm not even know? sweating. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Australian for God's sake. I can handle anything. <laughs> I can go yeah, for this is I can go for eight more hours, you know, bit like a rock, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> never had a cheeseburger in his life, you know, and um, and he's he's fine, you know, and he's like, come on, go around again, and like, mm-hmm. poor old Bill, he's gonna expire, you know, and he makes, uh, and they they had a great line at this point where it's like, come on, I, I got, I'm gonna show you something, and then you see like uh, Bill's eyes light up, going, oh yeah. Yeah. No, not that. Not that. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. that was brilliant. <laughs> that was really funny. And then you're kind of thinking, well, you know what? There's nobody else in town, you know? Mm. Anywhere. Well, where didn't anywhere I'll do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not on the strawberries. Uh, yeah. As, yeah. As, as, as we get to. Yeah, as we get to. So, yeah. so uh, that's the surprise. Um, mm. So we see the, the literal fruits of um, of their labours. Um, so Frank has... Uh, uh, swapped a gun for some strawberry seeds and has cultivated this little bed of strawberries. Uh, a little gun. You know. A little gun. Yeah. Is, which one? Oh, it's just a little one. A little, little one. Little yeah. one, yeah. So you wouldn't even miss it. Just a little Do you think? Do you think that's the gun that, that Joel has on him? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, will we ever find out? You know? I wonder. Yeah, just, just Let's say it is. Let's say it is. Just keep it in I there. I believe it is. Yeah, Everything's so calculated. I reckon it probably is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's this lovely, lovely, uh, scene where they're, uh, they're sampling the strawberries and, uh, then they're, uh, as always on film and in TV, when strawberries come out, you know, it's, uh, it's sexy time. And it sure uh, is. Yeah. You know, a few other things come out. It's time to, uh, time to get it on, but, uh, <laughs> but not as, uh, Frank says on the strawberries. So. And like we hear that, like as they're even eating the strawberries and kind of getting that bit of of life, like what was what was yeah. to them, kind of like the way um, Ellie was looking at like airplanes being amazing. These are looking at strawberries being incredible. Well, and yeah, like, I you, mean, you hear that Offerman giggle when he eats them, you know, giggle and, and almost it. cry. Like mm-hmm. it, it, there's an emotional reaction to biting into that strawberry that you know a flavor he probably hasn't had in years. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like that, that scene in Ratatouille, you know, and the, uh, yes. the food critic yeah. eats the, eats the, ratatouille. Fu- eats the ratatouille and it takes him back to being a kid and he's in, he's with his mom in, in their kitchen and, you know. Which, by the way, if you haven't copped it, I'm pretty sure the mom in the kitchen was the mom at the very start of the film in that old house. She oh, it is. Yeah, book. it is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've done that. I, I'll show you. I have the, uh, the art book <laughs> behind me here. I've done, I've done the research. You know, I've I've had it verified. Big Ratatouille you know, fan we're both here. nerds, guys. Yeah, big Ratatouille fan here. Oh man, I got the Mondo uh, uh, double LP. Oh, nice, beautiful. I mean that that soundtrack just amazing. Anyway, yeah, incredible. Um, by Michael Jackson, who's now um now a director at Marvel. Um, he did Werewolf yeah. by Night. Uh, oh, very good. Anyway, so um. Yeah, so the the strawberry. Yeah, so there is that thing. You know, the food. You mm-hmm. know, brings. You know, is tied to memory and, you know, um, and you can see that emotion in in yeah. in Bill. You know, whatever happens. You know, it just brought him back. And it's something I think it's universal, isn't it? We can all relate to a strawberry. 
And unless you're allergic to them, sorry, allergic people, <laughs> strawberries. And, and there's this other thing, the strawberries are actually zombies, but we'll talk about that whenever. Um, but right. yeah, technically speaking, strawberries are the undead. They're the, the only, yeah, there's some scientific thing about strawberries being undead. Um, but uh, I don't have all the facts to hand, so I'm not going to go, go, I'm not going to mm-hmm. half-ass it, but we will do it on one of the episodes. We will, I promise. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you can just see that overwhelming. Like, and it's mm-hmm. just, and it's that weird kind of mixture of too much emotion at the same time. So he's, he's giggling, he's crying. There's, you know, there's snot, yeah. there's, you know, there's sweat. There's, you know, it's just, it's all there in one kind of expression. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it is brilliant. I mean, that there's a real sense of bonding because they just kind of hold each other for a little bit while they're eating the strawberries. Which is so there's the food, a beautiful you know? comment yeah. made where you know he Bill holds on to Frank. He just puts his hand on his arm, mm-hmm. and then his other hands goes around the other side of his arm. And he's like actually clinging onto him. Yeah, you know. So it goes from being like a nice public display of affection kind of thing to something much more. Intense, you know, and much yeah. more emotional. And and he passes the comment that you know he was never scared until yeah. he had someone to love, you know, and someone to lose as such. Yeah. And then they then like we're in deep now. We're getting into you know what is what is love, Doctor yeah. Alban? Was it Doctor Alban? Yeah. Who said that? You know, <laughs> what you know? He had that great line. He said he also said like I'm sorry, I'm getting older than you. I'm getting older, quicker than yeah, you. Yeah, quicker than you. Sorry, yeah, yeah that's what he said. And yeah, yeah. They said that's good. That means we're both surviving. Yeah, we're both still here. Like, oh wow, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's something you know that I suppose every every couple faces. You know, every long term couple faces eventually, where you know one will go faster than the other. You know, unless they're in the notebook or something. But like. <laughs> um, there is that thing, you know, and and again, that's 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 a real feeling and a real fear that people have. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of dumb zombie show, you know. To be honest with you, oh, no. the, the dumb the dumb zombies are secondary to the bigger themes coming through, you know. Especially uh, in this episode, like we only saw one briefly while Ellie was. <laughs> oh, Ellie let's was go back to that. We didn't we didn't talk about that, right? We missed so, that. Yeah. So yeah, Ellie's yeah. Ellie's under the the store. She finds a box of tampons, which she's very happy about. Like, Joel's in another. Yeah, she she gives that a bit of a fuck. Yeah, and yeah. we kind of see further stuff like that later on, where she's like taking um, toilet paper out of uh, Bill's gaff. Oh yeah, yeah. All, like, all the essentials. Yeah, know? all the essentials. Um, the stuff you'd miss, but, like, but you never think of. There's a fucking really scary room that she finds um, in the back of this place where Joel and Tess had a stash of of anything they needed if they were running low on things. Yeah. And she decides to go down there on her own. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, we're in, we're in horror film territory. Yeah. Um, I'll be and, fine and, in this basement, this sub-basement um, where, you know, where there's the chance I could be attacked by any number of beasties. And yeah. she almost could have been. We, we, we hear a noise. Yeah, and she as she's rustling around her, checking out places. Brought me back to the game, by the way, because there's a lot of lockers in here, and there's actually a code for the lockers on yeah. the wall. I saw some numbers, and I went, ah, oh, there you That's go, the put code. them in there, and yeah. you, you get some ammunition for that shotgun you really want or something. Yeah, yeah, um, love all that. She turns around, and she she sees a zombie, another zombie stuck with a cave-in. Cave-ins are a big thing in this. That happens yeah. a lot. Everything's rotting away. I guess. Yeah, makes loads of sense. And then um, this little this lad. thing is still kind of alive. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck down the well kind of scenario. He's uh, yeah. surrounded by bricks on top of him, all around him, and he's just clicking away. 
Staring at Ellie. Ugh, it's awful. And Ellie gets like, she just walks over to this thing. She takes out that switch knife that, uh, that's her mum's switch knife. Mm. And she cuts it kind of like the, the, uh, in the autopsy, the, the surgeon in the autopsy. And we see kind of more she makes an tissue or not the, tissue kind of, yeah, the eyebrow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it bleeds a little bit and you kind of wonder like, why is she doing that? You know? Yeah. Um, that's a bit weird. And then we see her just stab the thing in through the eye and imagine uh, in anger. In anger, her yeah. face changes. A little bit of dark alley there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, like the the photography there is great because from the moment she's kind of surprised by the clicker, mm-hmm. whatever way they've shot her, her eyes are almost black. Like, yeah. you know, there's no light going in there. There's just pupil, and it's just you know she's 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 on one there you know she's like yeah she really is i'm gonna stick it to this guy you know and it's a weird moment i can understand it in a way like i can you can you could understand the situation she would find herself in because she's empowered by the fact that you know she's she is the cure she you know she's she's immune to Mm -hmm. to their bites you know so she feels powerful in front of this one that's been held down by the by the bricks. So she's taken it all out on this one, you know. And again, you know, she hasn't told Joel, Joel about yeah. her backstory. She hasn't told, you know, about this in the mall and stuff. And, you know, there's all that, you know, mm-hmm. her family, her, her mate. Like, so there's all that in the background, and I think all of that goes through that blade when she sticks it in. In the one hundred percent, yeah, the that was one for Riley, you know. Yeah, yeah big time, man. Yeah, yeah, and she's just like she's the face on her, you know, steel, absolute steel, just you know. Yeah, Bella Ramsey transforms from being the scared. Was what was that to just being the monster? Yeah, and, then, and being a starky, starky little the, the kid, funny. and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, like, oh, amazing! You know, the range on that kid, like, unreal. amazing. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. back let's, to let's zoom, let's zoom back, back to after strawberries, which is absolutely everything kicks off. Everything right? kicks off. So we're, you're we're just in, the third like arc, yeah. in a long term relationship, you don't know when the worst could possibly happen. The worst seems to be happening. Right. Uh, this what is, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. What, what Joel has warned uh, Bill about is happening. Yeah. Uh, Frank wakes up to all kinds of noise, flashes of fire and things blowing up and yeah. gun. Fire going off in the background. He's looking out his window, trying to find out what's going on. Alarms he doesn't see Bill anywhere. Being triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he makes his way out of the house, having got himself a little pistol. Yeah. And um, he finds Bill standing in the middle of the road, not taking cover, taking pot shots at these guys. In a white lit up by his, Yeah, he's just he's just he's cleaning up while like all his traps are like just um torching guys left right and center like, and them. the fence is electrocuted yeah. now yeah i mean yeah he took some of what was told to him to heart and uh we, we can kind of see that yeah uh, and um we see that moment uh, we t- talked about in episode two where the second you let your guard down you try to help someone you potentially lose your life and the yep. second he notices that frank is there he turns around to say get back in the house and then he takes a bullet yeah because he's not looking yeah Right now, in the game, yeah, we see Frank leave Bill because Bill doesn't change his ways. He uh, Frank leaves him a message that says, "I hate your guts." Yeah, right? that's not happening with these two. No, okay. 
And you kind of don't know where it's going to go with these guys at this point because it's so different. Yeah. So as soon as I saw Bill take a bullet yeah. and get rushed in by Frank while all his stuff is, is taking care of the bad guys outside and Bill is telling Frank, I have a list. I have keys for everything. This is where they are. This is genius. You need to, you need to ring Joel. You yeah. contact Joel. He'll protect you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, th- and so that, you know, goes back to the conversation they had, that mutual respect, you know, mm-hmm. he's looking at the fence. Yeah. Joel was right. You yeah. know, it's all there. Um, and yeah, Bill's, Bill thinks he's dying. You know, yeah. as Frank is trying to get a bullet out of him using a lot of brandy. And, and not much else, you know, to 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 get get stuck in. Um, and what happens next is just it's a lovely little cinematic trick, and it's absolute genius. Go on. Oh well, Bill passes out. We pass out with him. We fade mm-hmm. to black. Yeah, and then we come back out of the. Out, we fade back out of the black, but as we're fading out, we hear. We hear Frank yeah. shouting, "Bill, Bill!" Right. Uh, so you're you're you know you're led to believe that this is Bill on the way. He's going, mm-hmm. you know, and Frank is shouting after him, you know, trying to keep him conscious, or yeah, as he's you know laid out on the dining room table. It, but it's, it, it's the last shot that the two of them holding hands. Holding and hands. I think I think Bill is holding Frank's ring finger or something. He's rubbing it with his thumb or something. And well, Bill, Bill has stopped moving. You know, um, which again, I was convinced he was a goner. I was convinced yeah. that was it. He's gone. Bill, Bill, yeah. that's it. He's gone. So they but swapped no. it in the game. It's not the other way around now. Yeah. Now Bill is dead. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not at all. And we we come to, and we're a few years, a few more years, ten, ten, ten years, years down, down yeah. the line now. And Frank is shouting for Bill to bring him inside from the porch where he sits mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. Yeah. And it looks like he's got a he's got a brain tumor or MND or or there's yeah, something going something. on there. Yeah. He, he he he's lost control of his legs certainly, and mm-hmm. the rest of his body seems to be on the way out too. And Bill steps out, a much older looking Bill, a much grayer Bill, steps out and wheels him back into the house. And you're like, yeah, because oh, it's getting cold, man. Yeah. That was, and it's a it's a big difference from the guy who was easily running around the estate in the previous. That was a rug pull, like that was mm-hmm. a rug pull. Um, so yeah, here you are. You know, hunky hunky Murray Bartlett has now been yeah. reduced to to this. You know, and but he's and, been busy in that chair. He has been painting a lot. Hmm. There's these paintings all over, and and in one of them, I was trying to figure it out and maybe what was wrong because. There is one painting that looks like he started it before he started getting sick, and there's half of Nick Offerman's face yeah. painted really well, and then it the other strays half, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's been struggling. And he came yeah. back to that one. Really later. reminded yeah. me of Sean Phillips. Some of those, oh, yeah. some of those paintings. Yeah, I, I was well, looking at them, going, oh, I can see a bit of Sean there." But there's some um, pretty cool stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I wonder who who did them. But yeah. Um, what a rug pull like they just mm-hmm. it was such a co- cool little trick i was like ah oh, you motherfuckers you know yeah <laughs> I was like, yeah yeah i got oh. me so i'm happy bill's alive mm-hmm. but i'm immediately devastated that frank is on the way out now yeah, yeah. you and, absolute gay bags you know do that yeah. to me that's not fair <laughs> you know? 
And like, right. that was kind of set up because I remember on the walk that Joel and Ellie are having to find Frank and Bill. Ellie asks, are they nice? Mm. And Joel says, Frank is. Frank you know, is. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of thought at that point, just before we came to the scene, that like, oh, so they are doing it very different. And now Frank, spoilers for the game, guys. Now Frank is going to outlive Bill in a yeah. TV show. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought was coming. But uh, no, yeah. different again. Yeah, different again. The two man. boys. And, yeah, you know, as, as Frank says, you know, I am not, I, I don't stand for this, but, you know, mm-hmm. objectively speaking, it's terribly romantic. And, yeah, you know, that's right, yeah. I'm the same about, about this, you know, suicide used as a trope in fiction can be really fucking hacky and stupid as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's irresponsible sometimes, especially mm-hmm. given the audience that, that these, these storylines go out to. But I do think there was something in this that, it didn't make it happy yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. fact that i think they brought attention to that you know this isn't the the tragic the greek tra- they say this isn't the play the tragic play where they all die yeah it's not an adolescent you know yeah kind of yeah. teen movie they call thing, out that you know? trope yeah and it's like this isn't that. yeah this is this is two grown men mm-hmm. um making decisions for themselves yeah because they've gotten to a point where as as Bill says, I'm satisfied. I've done it. Yeah. There's no, like he doesn't want anything else. He doesn't need anything else. His whole life was Frank. Yeah. He said, you, Frank you are my out. purpose. Yeah. Frank, yeah. Frank wants out. So Bill doesn't see any purpose beyond being around. And, and, and there's a, this is, this is brilliant. I, I love this so much. And and like the, the, the storyboard artist and me was screaming out as to why this was so fucking good. Like, you know, in Citizen Kane, where Mr. and Mrs. Kane are married for the first time. Yeah. And they're sitting down having breakfast. Yeah. Okay. And they're sitting down at their table, opposite ends. And as their life as a couple goes on, they sit further and further away from each yeah. other. And there's more obstacles put in the middle of the table that seem to obstruct um, the view of each character from the other person's point of view. Yeah. Um, that looks like there's just more things getting in the way of their relationship or physically yeah. seeing that on screen. And this is the opposite of, of what they did there. That they're shot closer together, especially yeah. when you see it in comparison to the first time these guys dine together. Because yeah. he creates the, the the same meal they had the first time because um at the start of this day they've woken up, Frank has told Bill this is my last day. Yeah. Like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So they've gone and they've gotten married today. They've they spent a whole kind of day just being around Went down one to the another, boutique. being there for each other. Yeah. Went down to the boutique. Picked out some clothes. Bill was going to wear whatever Frank told him to wear. Yeah. And it was just going to be the best day. No leg you know? holsters this day. Yeah. 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 It was just, it was just everything. Like these guys were showing you how they start it was the opposite of mr and mrs kane there's less things in the way they're sitting closer together you know bill is kind of at this particular meal he's not helping frank eat he's giving frank that semblance of uh he can do this on your own there's no straw in his drink anymore yeah um and they've decided that they're going to crush up a lot of pills for frank and he's going to drink them in the beaujolais they're going to to pair with the rabbit again yeah and um he's going to fall asleep in his lover's arms in his husband's arms and that's going to be it his husband's arms yeah, yeah. sorry married at this point and and this is this is how they're going to bring it to an end yeah and just before he drinks it he asks or maybe just after he drinks it was it enough and bill just kind of nods and goes 
Yeah. And I got to say that there's more, there's more back and forth, like lots of reactions. Like Bill is not happy hearing this. He's sobbing when he got told that this is my last day. It's it's tough. It's hard. You wonder how he's, how he's going to keep going after this. And then we realize that Bill has also spiked a bottle of wine and he's going to go out the same way as his husband. And this is how they're going to go together. Yeah. And uh, you hear what you just said there, that great line from, from Frank. I don't, I should be furious about this. Yeah, I don't stand for this. Yeah. yeah. I don't support this. It is so romantic, yeah. you know. But objectively, it's, 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 it's. Objectively, yes. Yeah. And, um, um, and yeah, and that makes it, that makes it okay in my book, you know. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's lovely and they're gone then, <laughs> you know. They're gone then. Uh, they go to, the, he wheels them in. They don't go to the bedroom upstairs anymore. They've clearly been downstairs for some time. Yep. He wheels them away from the stairs. They go into another room. Camera fades. They are, they go into um, out of focus and then the camera goes black. Yeah. And um, we know that that's, that's that. Yeah. You know, and then we pick then it back we up see, with our friends. We pick up with our friends and there's something I kind of copped in this and it's been happening the whole way through. I'm sure everyone has. But every time Joel has asked Ellie to stay somewhere, she doesn't. She follows right behind him. You know, there's a brilliant bit where he, he goes to open the gate because Joel yeah. knows the gate to get himself in because they've yeah. been trading. And um, he says, wait here. And after he's putting the code, he goes in. He does. She doesn't wait there. She's right behind him. He just holds the door open for her to walk in. Yeah, she walks in. Well. Yeah. And he had done it earlier on as well, where he said, wait here before they go into the safe house. There's, there's been most of this the whole way through. And um, when they get to the house, they see dead flowers at the front. Yes. And Joel knows something's up. So I loved that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it because these two guys, you know, they were fastidious about their garden and, you know, yeah. there were scenes the whole way through where they're tending to it and Bill is watering the plants and, you know, it's just, it's just there, you know, and it's yeah. abundant and it's beautiful. And now it's not, it's start, the sheens come off the garden. It looks more like my garden. Um, and, uh, yeah, out front, you've got, you've got a dead, dead plant, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, wouldn't look like that otherwise. No, no, there's no way yeah. that you would let this happen. Um, so Joel knows. Bill's a creature of habit and Frank, like, wants things to look a certain way, you know, um, and they, they get into the house, Joel calls for them, no answer. And then he tells Ellie to wait here. Yeah, wait here. <laughs> when he goes into the house. So Ellie doesn't wait. She goes into the room. She yeah. plays around on the piano. She discovers an envelope. Yeah. And the envelope says um, to whoever finds us, but probably yeah. Joel. To whomever finds us, but probably Joel. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she figures she's whomever. Yeah. And uh, so she, she can read to the letter. Yeah. Joel can't find him. He comes back. He sees her sitting down in another room that he didn't leave her in. Yeah. And she's sitting down in the chair and she's reading this and uh, I think she, he asks, so they're dead. And she just kind of goes, yep. And uh, reads out some of the letter for, and the writing was pretty good here. Um, there was a few points in this where in the letter you see Bill appeal to Joel who are the same. They understand each other. Yeah. Right? They might not be best friends. He even says in the letter, we're not friends. I don't like you. I never liked right? you. Yeah. I never liked I never you. Liked yeah. you. Uh, but he tells him how to look after Tess. Yeah. He tells him that, you know, here's 
wine you can pair with a meal or something, you know, oh, take, there's take, something in there. Take whatever you want. Take, take my guns, make sure you just use, just make sure you use them to look after Tess. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and, he also has no idea Tess is gone. And, this, and Ellie's this reading that out. And she, st- she stops. She doesn't want yeah, to say stops it. at the word Tess, yeah. the name Tess. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel grabs the letter and uh, takes mm-hmm. a moment, goes outside. And yeah. that's when you see Joel grieve for the very first time. Pro- it oh, properly hits. For a second though. And then yeah. he's back on fucking. He's on mission, where- man. He's on mission. You know, mm-hmm. he's got to do it. But there is that moment where he's almost overwhelmed. Almost. Almost. And he crushes almost. the letter in his hand. Yeah. And he buries and those like, feelings right there in the bottom of that letter and he's going to fucking throw in the bin yeah. or destroy or whatever. Yeah. And He's he like Homer pointing business. at that, that manly tear, you know, telling it yeah. to go back, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and he, he goes into the garage, he finds the car he's been left because there was keys left with the envelope and he starts charging the battery and he's quite happy with everything he's finding there. He's a little smile when he finds all the stuff mm. uh, that, that, that Bill's been keeping around for him that now is his. And he goes back into the house to find Ellie. And this was the first time Ellie stayed where she was. She's still in the chair. Mm. Right. So when it came to Tess, she did what she was told. This wasn't something that I can muck around with it was here. Too much. You know? Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. She'd be crossing yeah. too many lines. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was brilliant. Um and Ellie's got enough cop on. You know, she to again, know. like we 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 saw at the at the top, you know, the emotional maturity of that girl, you know, like she can read people and you know, when she needs to, and she she absolutely read the situation there correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might have been the first time she stayed still, you know, and like, she didn't just stay in the room. She stayed in the chair. I don't yeah. know if she moved, you know, and Joel has been doing moves. things for a little while. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe she heard him and ran back into the chair. Who knows? No, oh, no, no. We should like, have said, later we on. should have said before this, yeah. well, they went for, or no, after this, when they find out they've been left everything, mm. she discovers the room full of guns. She asked for a gun again. Mm. There was no way. Yeah. Uh, just like the game. She's dying for a gun in yeah. the game too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And um, they have this conversation about the rules and echoes all the rules again. And then Ellie's back to herself. And when Joel asks her to repeat the rules back to him, how do we go through all this? She just says, what you say goes. Yeah. She She gives him a little bit, but she doesn't give him everything he's asked for. And uh, I love that. Control, you know, that's, Mm, you know, and, and you know what? They'd be lost if he had control as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So you've got a scene where she's uh, she gets into a car for the first time. I thought that was brilliant. Really good. Yeah, and um, where he puts on her seatbelt because she doesn't know what a seatbelt is. And there's and we a, get that dad. There's moment. a dad moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. You know, and Joel gets to flex his dad muscles for the first time in a long, long time. You know, um, yeah. and I just thought that was so sweet. And she feels something there that he's taking care of her. There's a little kind mm-hmm. of a, a frisson of warmth that runs through her. You can see it, you know, and it's, um, yeah. it's just a really nice moment. And then he's like, Oh my God, you're such a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, did yeah. he say shut up or something? Yeah, or whatever. Oh yeah. She comes down from the shower all dressed up and she goes, Oh, you look fancy or something. And he just says, shut up. Oh um, yeah. Cause yeah, like there's that yeah. thing where she's like, I'm going to go have a shower and then Is you're going to have one because you think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah love that but we should say while he's having a shower she discovers the gun that mm. frank left in the press the night that uh, bill got shot yeah we find that gun yeah and now ellie has a gun yeah uh, she wasn't supposed to know she has yeah 
and it's hidden away in her back back yeah, yeah. so she's that's gonna play pretty later on yeah mm-hmm. and then we drive off yeah listen to linda future. again listen to and, linda uh, yeah fantastic what, what a great episode just uh those lyrics hit differently i think at this point than they did earlier on when that song's playing as they're driving off mm-hmm. um there's a few shots around the place and it's almost like it's a memorial for the two boys you know yeah places they were a place they've been you know just very quick cuts i thought that was brilliant you know? and, and like how many times in the series are we going to see you know uh, a shot through a window looking out a window and oh, some curtain slapping or, yeah 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 you know they're because you know the letter says you know we don't go into the bedroom we left mm-hmm. the window open so there wouldn't be a smell but they're in there the two of them in each other's arms yeah. forever you know and yeah. we're in that room but we don't we don't do the obvious and see them in the bed or anything we're just looking out that don't window, need to looking yeah. into the future yeah. you know um which i thought was perfect beautiful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's I a mean, bit of hope a beautiful that episode yeah and how many times are they going to make us fall in love with characters and then kill them i mean come yeah. on you're killing us like this I, I is... didn't see this happening yeah. i really didn't i really thought like when nick offerman was cast as bill yeah. we were going to get the bill from the game yeah times we were going to get ron swanson you know? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but no uh but we got this 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 romantic hopeful uh and it was just yeah. incredible uh, they were brilliant lost uh, man child that was fantastic yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah it's like i've only really seen them do funny stuff yeah really you know oh uh, yeah well offerman did devs have you seen devs no alex, i haven't alex garland's tv show you should check that out i will i like alex garland i've devs. completely missed that it was bbc um bbc america and it is i think it's on netflix now is it on netflix all right. Or is it? No, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, I'll yeah. give that a shot. Check it out. It's amazing. I'm going to give it a moment after this because um, I need things to settle after this episode. Mm. This was this was a high point for me. I mean, I didn't see this coming yeah. uh, at all. Yeah. It was. It in no way felt like things were slowed down after we've had probably a lot. Like I think it was turned up to eleven up to this point. Then we've still and, got um, still got six more episodes. <laughs> like like it's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, I was and doing it. We have a season two coming. We, so we'll oh, yeah. season two this of the coming, hopefully. Hey. Season two, which is insane. Um, so will it be the last of Maybe we'll get two? to see the turning or more model combat in season two. Mm. You know the game that yeah, Ellie yeah. was uh, talking about? Oh, she yeah. About, I think it was yeah, the, yeah. the turning, I think, in the game, but more the combat in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought um, it was brilliant. I wonder, I wonder is, is, is The Last of Us season two going to follow The Last of Us two? You know? Oh, probably. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Go on, get yourself ready for that. Yeah, I have to mostly prepare myself for that one. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't think I'll ever be prepared for that one. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, look, we should wrap it up here anyway, because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we have gone on. Um, yeah, it's a longer one. I thought we usually one. do. But you know, always. love, yeah, yeah, love yeah. demands it. You know, I mean, you know, what else is there, guys? Yeah. What a beautiful episode. Um, and we should note that Anna Wershing sadly uh, passed away. The voice and, uh, of Tess in the She was the voice game. of Tess in the game. Yeah. And fantastic actress in, in lots of franchises. Um, sorry to see that happen, you know? Yeah, that was bad news. Um, yeah. 
That was Did you mention there was a there's a GoFundMe uh, Go uh, online for her mm-hmm. family? Um, so look, just uh, if you're interested in contributing, you can just just do a search on Anna Worshing and you'll you'll find the GoFundMe immediately on yeah. any any social channel that's it's it's out there. Um, three kids, you know, and a and a, a bereaved husband left behind. Um, so yeah, if you can do anything, if you even if you can share it, just go ahead and do that. You know, we'll be sharing yeah. it on the odds pods. Um, uh, social channels as well. Yeah. If anything else, like this episode shows you what's really important. So those kind of things matter, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so look, we will be back next week with another look at uh, episodes four. Of episode four. The yeah. Last of Us. Um, I have not seen or heard anything about it yet. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then if you want to catch up with us on, I suppose, the uh, the regular the regular show, which is uh, The Odds Pod, which is back now for season two. Um, That's it. We're an episode in already. We had the guys from Limit Break Comics on last episode last week. That was great. Um, yeah. um, who we got this week? Do we tease it out? Can we give a hint? Um, this week we have a we master, a master of horror, I would say. Mm. Yeah. That sounds yeah, about right. Leave it yeah. There. yeah. yeah. Let's leave it at that. But yeah, this week we, we've, a, we've a modern master of horror. And um, yeah, uh, check it out. It'll be dropping on Thursday. Um, just search The Odds Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we are always available on Twitter, um, on at The Odds Pods. Um, and then personally, I'm on at Dave Hendrick. And I'm at Benesey. And uh, look, lads, that's uh, that's it for now. So... Thanks for listening for listening for this length of time. We'll we'll, we'll probably keep the next one maybe a little shorter. But uh, it's unlikely. I hope you enjoy it. It's unlikely. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Thanks, Emil. So